welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. Recently, we asked followers of the Brattleboro Historical Society Facebook page to share memories of growing up in town during the winter. There were many interesting replies, so we thought we'd share a few. I was born in Brattleboro in 1943 and grew up on Highland Street. We had quite a bit more snow than in many days of sub-zero weather. I started school in the fall of 1948 at five years old. There was no kindergarten at Canal Street School, so I had to walk to Oak Grove School. It didn't matter if it was cold or snow, I would walk. Sidewalks weren't plowed then either. There was no school bus service if you lived less than two miles from school. Yes, when I was quite young, I would often walk by myself. We walked home for lunch too. It wasn't until seventh grade that we got to stay at school for lunch. I don't remember school being closed because of snow. The only time there was no school was because of ice. The fire alarm would ring six times. That is how we were notified of school closing. When I was a kid, I would have to walk to school going up the hill on Canal Street, wearing empty Wonder Bread bags over my boots during all kinds of snowstorms. No such thing as snow days back then. I skied many times down the Guilford Street slope in the 1940s, before it came Memorial Park. Nancy Cook gave ski lessons. She was an outstanding skier and international competitor. She taught for the Battle Outing Club and had as many as 100 junior skiers on the slopes each week. We loved to play in the snow. The snowbanks were high. We would play King of the Hill on the tall banks. Our sliding spot was between Highland Street and Washington Street. We would go right across Washington Street onto Prospect. Not many cars came up and down the hill. Luckily, we survived. I remember the Winter Carnival Parade in Sugar on Snow and Harmony parking lot. I also remember the sledding in Wilson's Woods with the neighborhood kids and walking to the high school when only the Brattleboro kids had school. The out-of-town kids had to go because there was too much snow for the buses to run. Sledding down the hill on a toboggan at Green Street Playground leading to Elliott Street and landing in the road, sometimes with a lookout and sometimes not, the snowbanks were taller than me. I remember looking forward to Winter Carnival and sliding at Memorial Park. Near Christmas, Santa was on the radio in the mornings before school. Later on, not being able to park on the road and having to find a neighbor's driveway or some other spot to park, walking to town in freezing cold or stopping at Dutch Bake Shop and then going to Brooks Library to warm up and read for hours. Skating was like crystal and ice fuel. It didn't matter what the temperature was. Off we went skating till we were cold. Then it was into the warming hut, then out again. At Memorial Park, I remember the rope tow and skating of the pond in the back of the warming hut. There was usually a log burning in the fireplace and hot chocolate at the snack bar. The streets, small side ones, didn't get the best plow job. The town manager, George Miller, lived out on Highland Street. But that didn't make much of a difference. Highland was just one of those side streets, and the plow didn't make any special trips for Mr. Miller or us. During Winter Carnival, I remember snowmobile races in the field where Hannaford is now located. Also, there was the slow motion torchlight slalom run at Memorial Park with each skier holding a different colored flare. I always looked forward to the ski jump during the Winter Carnival. Another memory was the deer tagging station on Main Street when Santa and his sleigh lights were strung above the street. I used to ask my dad if the deer reported at the station were Santa's that had been shot. During the winter of 1960 to 1961, the BOHS band was scheduled to go to a band clinic in Springfield, Vermont. Dr. Forbes, the band leader, called Springfield to cancel because the storm was so bad. Springfield wouldn't agree, so off the band went. One bus actually went over the bank on Route 5 in Springfield. 
Of course, the snow is really bad when we headed home. We got back to BHS after dark and none of our parents could come and pick us up. So five or six of us got in a cab. We were left on Central Street and went to our homes on Blakesley Street, Highland Street, and South Main Street. I had a half a dozen shoveling jobs on Western Avenue and Green Hill Parkway. We skied up into Gibson's Woods for fun on downhill skis that had cable bindings we could loosen. The primary activity for the boys in my neighborhood was building ski jumps. We had a big one that had an outrun into the mill yard across the Whetstone Brook. There used to be a bridge that crossed the Whetstone to Williams Street. On Filler Drive, there was a path that went through the woods from the top to the bottom. The snowplow would come down Filler Drive and push all that snow to the end of the path. We would slide and go flying off that huge snowpile. The bad part about where our house was situated on Fuller Drive was if the plow came up from the bottom, it would dump all that had picked up right at the foot of our driveway. I remember shoveling hip-deep piles of heavy snow in our driveway. Our school bus got stuck a number of times on Bonneville Road. Many other people repeated this memory. I remember being a majorette during the Winter Carnival Parade. Main Street Hill was slippy, slidy, and majorette boots. I remember sledding down the Morningside Cemetery Hill off South Main Street. The hill was closed during the winter. We sledded down the hill next to Gene Cimarero's bar onto South Main Street. My brothers, other kids in the neighborhood, and I used to ski down the hill behind Valgar Street and Cross Street into the cemetery. We used to build our own ski jump across the dirt road that wasn't plowed. We jumped down the small hill into the cemetery. We had the old style bindings on our downhill skis that you snapped down in the front and would disconnect them on the side so they would be like jumping skis. The early 1970s had nor'easters with snow and then rain. There was a lot of ice and boiler play for skiing. Seems like every year we had big thaws in January or February. Late February or March always had the biggest storms with a couple of very large ones in early April. We once loaded a snowmobile down Western Ave to Main Street and back late at night during the Christmas week in Northeastern. I remember walking to VUHS from Locust Street through snow-filled roadways. There was a St. Bernard puppy that would run at us like he hadn't seen anybody in weeks. He'd want to play, but he'd knock us down because he was so big. We loved every minute of his time spent with us on our way to school. We also used to slide down Vine Street Hill in the road. I lived on Union Hill. It was a very entertaining place to live in the winter, watching cars trying to get to the top of the hill when it's snowing. Many people had to back down and turn around in our driveway to go back down the hill. On a post showing a snow-covered Union Hill, someone shared that she used to live on top of Union Hill and did not enjoy walking the hill to get back and forth to high school in the winter. Another follower replied, Hi, how are you? It's been almost 56 years since I last saw you. And that's one of the reasons why we choose to use social media to share the history of Brattleboro. History has meaning when it is shared with others. We enjoy being a conduit for social connections between present and past residents of the area. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.